wish to crush the dreams of a poor little orphan boy. After that, it's a little fuzzy. Chief O'Hara. Yes. Dash to the roof. Flash the bat signal. Yes, sir. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Welcome to Talking Paragraphs. I'm your host, uh, nearly done with his first year of teaching middle school teacher, Daniel Finney. Yeah. And lying supine in an undisclosed location in Tennessee is my friend and yours, Memphis Paul, who has yeah. a joke about t- Katy Perry. It's related to something we said off air. <laughs> And won't make any sense to the audience, but nothing else that we do does either. What is it? We, I'm gonna, I'll set it up because it deserves a setup. It does. We were checking our sound levels because we're professionals. Sure. And I was coming in faint, not wall to wall or treetop tall. And then, and then you made an adjustment, and I was heard. Uh, yeah. I almost roared like uh, Katy Perry's song where she talks about roaring. Yeah. I don't know if the song is roar or hear me roar, uh, something like that. Uh, uh, and then I was going to follow that up with a second Katy Perry joke, which is, you know, if I'm still not being heard, I could uh, pretend to talk into a telephone like she does when she like takes her shoe off and uses the shoe visually like a, a, a telephone. I have to say your knowledge of what Katy Perry does mm-hmm. is, is mu- much greater than mine. Like here, here's all the Katy Perry statistics I have uh, or information mm-hmm. that I have. She's very attractive uh, after uh a lot of makeup and Photoshop. Um, And uh, she was on the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. halftime show one year with a a guy in a shark suit. Two guys in shark suits, but the one to the left of her was apparently doing something wrong, and that became a meme for a while, left shark. Uh, And then second... Yeah, and then secondly... Uh, and then finally, uh, she writes songs like she was 12 years old. Can I, uh, can I use that among young people or hip people? Like if I've messed up something, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I left shark that. Is that something that's understood? I don't see that. I think it was quite a while ago that this happened. I don't remember, uh, the, I don't even remember the context of it. I mean, it was sometime between Janet Jackson's there, nipple well, and yesterday. So that's a good twenty years span, uh, right? But it was a it was a halftime show, and yeah. the left shark. I guess he 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 was messing up on the choreography. Uh, I don't even know why left shark became a thing because I didn't watch. Uh, 
I didn't watch the <laughs> halftime show. And you wouldn't have watched yeah. it either because it was brought to you by Pepsi. Uh, I I would not have, yeah. Uh, that would have been a spit take for me, for sure. But, you would have been like, well, now uh, it's time to leave the room. Might have turned off the game. It is. Uh, I, I, so don't, this was, I don't... This wasn't that long. Yeah. This was 2018, which I guess was five years ago. Uh, so there was there was a time when I had a... I don't know if I had cable TV or a subscription service. I don't know what it was, but I was I was watching soccer on the weekend. And it was a channel that didn't have very many uh, like all it was was soccer and um it didn't have very many commercials. So it was basically this uh commercial for some brand of uh Clarisil or Noxzema, some kind of zip cream. And she was the advertiser for this. And she did this thing with her shoe that made it look like she was answering a phone in this commercial. So it was that commercial and then like a commercial for um, joining the Army or the Navy or something. Because why not? You're, you got a lot of... But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? This uh, this Zoom call. Yeah. I'm I'm unable to opt out of the video aspect of it. Oh, I don't see you anymore. Is this intentional? No, I turned off my video. Is this a? I turned off my video. I'll turn it back on. Can you see me? I don't know. Uh, well, I I, it, I was not given the option to uh, uh, connect without video the last time. Oh well, I saw you briefly. There. I mentioned, I mentioned yeah. in terms of like uh, sound quality and connectivity issues and uh, whatnot. I don't know what the problem had, is. Has any impact at all? No. May not. So it broke down again in the middle of whatever was a great meeting Perry bit. And we're not gonna we're not gonna cover that ground again. Uh, we're not. Um if you're interested in whatever happened to Left Shark, which I guess that was from two thousand fifteen, so that's you know, damn near ten years ago. Uh <laughs> Are we alive, by the way? Is this all live footage? Yes, we've been recording since reconnected. So, anyway, if you're interested in Left Shark and Katy Perry talk, there was a nice story online about the guy who was in the Left Shark suit. Uh, During that uh, performance. Uh, And... Uh, it's on the NPR site. Uh, yeah. He is. Wow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I I I was going to make a joke about how Katy Perry has so much power in media that she heard someone mm-hmm. in Iowa and Tennessee was making a joke about her at the same time, and her people had us cut mm-hmm. off. Um, they squashed it. Yeah. 
it's like that show that we thought about talking about relative justice and then we, you're like uh i don't know if that's a good idea because of the subject matter and mm-hmm. we'll say no more about what the subject matter is you guys I, look I it up and I just figure figure out why two white guys shouldn't be talking about it i will say that our introduction i don't think we're ever comprehensible completely you know, not... if you're wanting to tune in, like if you're listeners, dear listeners, like right. if you're choosing entertainment options and you want something easy to digest, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of programs on CBS or the, the long running NCIS show. Sure, it's like they'll set out the plot and then they'll kind of cover it again at the next commercial break so they haven't. They haven't lost anyone. And they'll even have there, big there computer times. computer screens that'll be like, here are the people we think are throw suspects, it. and here are the recent yeah, dead throw people. It up. Yeah, throw it up on the board. Yeah. Um, but that's not us. We we are not. We're like the wire. Yeah. Uh, which was incomprehensible. So basically, we started this episode. Yeah. Originally, we started with a second joke for something that occurred out off air. Yeah. And and that failed and, and then we started talking about that uh that take. Like I don't know that we set we set up for the listeners this discussion of uh we Katie not. Perry being being in a Super Bowl show and the and the, there's a shark on either side and the left shark messes things up. Yeah, that, that was just something to be confused about. It's, and it's certainly, it's certainly not on our list of topics. It it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't a pre-production. Um, so our marketing guy, who, we we bought him at great expense but, from Joe Rogan. Yeah, uh, Patricio. He, he he's yelling. He's yelling in both of our left earbuds. Like yeah. Abort, abort, get out, you know, stop yeah, the Katy Perry stuff. He's actually here with me in Des Moines, well, and he's I making think, the slashing note across I, his throat, like, cut it, let's just cut this stuff, I, leave it on on the floor. I, I, in fact, I'm, I'm pulling up my email, he just resigned, he's, go, he's going back to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, praying, praying he, wants to, he wants to be able to say things that we can't say, or shouldn't That's say. He, yeah, well, Joe Rogan's famous for using a particular word with we, impunity, without we, uh, regards. So wait, this guy, hold on. So this guy that worked for Joe Rogan, not only right. is he upset at our incomprehensible intro, right, and the fact that we we have this take on relative justice that we can do. It's like, what's this idea of not being able to do something because yeah. people will be offended? I'm I'm not familiar with that, having worked with Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'm Joe out. Rogan. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I've talked about that scene in The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg and uh, John Goodman. And John Goodman gives this lengthy yeah. speech about speaking from a position of fuck you. And which is you own your house, you have a cheap uh, Japanese undestructible car, and then yeah. you uh, have a few bucks in the bank. And if anybody makes you do something you don't want to do, you just tell them fuck you. Uh, yeah. He says it much more eloquently, lyrically, because it's a movie. But uh, we are not in and that position. He's, and you, you are, and he's, he's also St. Louis native uh, John Goodman. 
Yes. Giving that, so, her, that yeah. auditorial performance. Uh, he, so he, uh, so it's, we are not in that position. You were closer to being in that position than I am because you were frugal and you weren't unemployed for two years uh, and didn't rack up a bunch of debt going to graduate school. So you were closer I, I to that position, you but you still, you still need this job. So you're not going to just come on here and be like, Elvis was trash. Either, no, you're not going to do that. I, he's not trash. He's a great man. Uh, credit to America. Yeah, and even even if I didn't need this job, I would need a different job. Sure. You know? So there's certain things so you just can't do. And no one. Yeah. And the thing is, no one cares about your podcast until you make a mistake. Then everyone cares about it because then everyone thinks it's their personal duty to try and destroy mm. your life. Because Ow. while they do nothing to actually stop racism or even inequities in their own world they will do whatever they can to ruin someone's life from their computer or from their yeah. cell phone because that's yeah. just that's a fair and just society is just when you when people like me and i admit to this i live in fear of those people because all they're doing is just running around trying to destroy people and that includes many of my favorite former colleagues in journalism, they're like, "What can I? Ru- who can I ruin today? Uh, yeah. What you know? Who who can I get that's not on board with, or is not using the latest this or that or whatever?" Well, so, that, so you brought up relative justice, but you brought an a- aspect mm-hmm. of the show up, and we both said no. So this may be an excellent show, and it may be many layers of discussion. Like if we did a podcast where we just rewatched mm-hmm. the wire episode by episode and talked about it which i'd be in favor of doing but if we did that there are some issues Mm -hmm. that were done that was what 20 years ago or so when that show started like that i just wouldn't touch because if i said it just the wrong way like Mm -hmm. the people who get concerned or get get their you know fingers crossed up on twitter or whatever you want to say uh, they would just try and destroy me. They'd go to the school district. They'd go, you know, they'd go, ruin, go to my parents' house. They'd, you know, whatever. Uh, they'd make sure I never worked again, that I'm the wor- labeled the worst person. And, and then, and then at, I would eventually get a new job. But I would have mm-hmm. to apologize to everyone in the future for something that didn't affect them, that wouldn't affect them. Uh, and I would have to apologize for all those people. So, like, I've just made a whole list of stuff that when it comes up, I just mm-hmm. shut up and try to get out of the room. So this doesn't, I don't know how this contributes to diversity and inclusion, except for I'm just going to shut up and leave, you know. Well. So so uh, I, here's, what we, here's what we can say. Relative justice. It's a show. Is it um, on a thing? Is it on one of the things? The streaming network. It's on TV. It's on. It's on some network. It, it plays in the break room at the the guest house at Graceland, which is where I work mm-hmm. presently. I don't. I don't know what channel it's on. It could be Court TV. I haven't quite figured out what that channel is. 
I, I go syn- into the break room. It's a syndicated show, so it's probably a local channel oh, that's just running okay. it during the day. Um, it seems like there's daytime type TV yeah. that's on the on the air. Maybe this there's is, a remote. I, I've always been there. Weeks, Judge right? Rhonda Willis, right? We've. I don't know. No, I'm looking it up. <laughs> Judge Rhonda Wills. You're, you're all right. You're providing me information I didn't have, and I'll trust yeah. you to be accurate on that. Yeah, it's produced uh, by Wrigley I, Media Group. <laughs> I'm I, done. I'm sorry. Multi camera. We we've mined my employment at Elvis Presley for a lot of podcast material. Yeah, but twenty two minutes in real runtime. time. Yeah. In real time, I've only been there two weeks. Sure. And how long mm. of that time have I been in the break room? Not much. I go in there, I get my delicious uh, provided to the employee buffet, which I've yeah. enjoyed. Enjoy, I've enjoyed every every bit of that. And mm. they also have beverages, fountain drinks, and you know, teas, coffee. Can so I ask the question? Can drinking- I ask the question? On the fountain drink variety, I know they don't have Pepsi. I know they're not savages like me. But do they have like Dr Pepper? I, you know, I've only been there the two weeks, and I, I can't mm. remember a hundred percent. I'll tell you what I've been drinking. Okay, folks, tune in next. Tune in next week, and we'll find out what soft drinks they have at the buffet. I'll, I'll try and remember. Home. I know you've been drinking the lemonade, the delicious lemonade. Lemonade. Yeah. So I won't remember. uh, My mom was like, uh, she's involved. She's uh, she's engaged with what the new job's like, just like just like you are. Of course, I am myself as the person going into work each day. Uh, But maybe our our listeners may be past it by this point. I don't well, know. we don't do the show but, for the but listeners. They, they, they could be engaged. Yeah. Uh, like you only listen to this podcast either because you know me or, you know, Paul uh, or some combination of both. You don't listen to the show because it's like, oh, these guys are really good at this. Or they really have, they really have their pulse on society or, their takes on the news yeah. are what drives my thinking. No, no, this was an I, accident that you found this at all. Yeah. And if you came back, that was also an accident. Like you forgot to undersubscribe or whatever. Like a, like a, like a butt tile or something. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't have any, I don't have contempt for our listeners. I I'm, I'm surprised that there are so many of them. We once got 300 people to listen to a podcast. In a week, I don't okay. know how that happened. I have no idea how that happened. I think it's because we were we were talking about the Iowa women's basketball team at a time. When yes, they were that's hot. Caitlin, and I, that's uh, Caitlin, Caitlin you know, Clark Halo effect. Yeah, I, I and I think that's one of the rare times where we were talking about a current event at the point mm-hmm. which the current event was interesting. Like we started this podcast. Right, we started this podcast. Big news. Talking talking mm-hmm. about Katy Perry and Left Shark from 2015 or 14 or whenever the <laughs> hell that was. So, so that's 
that's you. That's our usual level of uh, uh, of you know currency. Like you know, we so the idea that you're talking about relative justice, which is a show that began in 2021. That's way, way for us. But it is relative justice. Just to clarify, is a arbitration-based reality court show. It's like when we were kids, there was one of these, and it was the People's Court. Well, the people Judge Walker is dead, but there's the People's Court is still around. Steve Harvey Mm -hmm. has one of these shows in prime time now on ABC. One of these, you know, and there was then then and then there was Judge Judy, which everybody loved her because she was so sassy and. She, she would was, shut people down hardcore and insult them. She, she, you say, you say this in the past tense. I thought she was still on the air. I thought she died, but you're right. She's still around. Uh, she was married. If I'm not mistaken, she was married to Mills Lane, the famous boxing judge. <laughs> uh, yeah, the boxing referee. <laughs> I who like was him. also who was also the referee. Uh, who was also the referee on uh, Celebrity Deathmatch, the Claymation series, uh, stop motion series on MTV. He's dead now. He died. Uh, I thought he was married to, but I think he had one of these shows called Judge Mills Lane. Oh, really? Yeah, he had one of these. I was wrong. He was not married to Judge Judy. That was that was just my. That would have been the. That would have been too much judicial power in one household. There's probably a law. Yes, it is too much power. Anyway, uh, so this show is occasionally on in the break room mm-hmm. at at the uh, uh, hotel attached to Grayson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about now. I, I want to clarify my interest in your work. I'm interested in your work. Up to the point where you start telling me about spreadsheets, which is what you actually do, mm-hmm. accountant. And yeah. then I'm like, well, that's that's like me talking to you about lessons plans. Like no one cares about this except people who have to do it. But like this buffet, is, and we talked about this last week, this buffet enthralls me. I'm so jealous yet happy for you that this is a part of your life. And I love those pictures you send me like, yeah, this is the buffet today. Uh, like last week was Friday was the hot dog. Maybe it was Thursday. I don't remember which. Uh, uh, last, with mayo and mustard. Friday, they, do, uh, they do a cookout on payday. So it's every second Friday. Yeah. And uh, I, I just have one of these to compare to, but uh, it was fine. Uh Every well, the, the every, hot dog that you had looked pretty darn good. Every buffet, uh, even if it's even if the experience of the, eating the food, like the taste of the food, like oh that was delicious. Yeah. Sometimes it's just fine. Sometimes it's really good. It's always a little fancy or some wrinkle yeah. to it is is right. interesting. Right. So like the hot dog, the bun had poppy seeds on it, which. Mm-hmm isn't kind of my ordinary hot dog bun experience. Uh, But uh, you you do something with hot dogs. I've never seen, I've never seen anybody put mayo on hot dogs, not a criticism, not a judgment. I just never seen anybody do it. 
Paul? I'm, I'm here. Oh, I, I thought we lost it again. But I'm looking no. at the picture you sent me uh, of the hot dog, and I, I agree with you. It is, it's the kind of hot dog you would expect. The other thing that it, uh, surprises me is it's served on classy dishes. Like, these aren't paper plates. These are actual, like, dishes. Yeah. Which is, which is more than uh, uh, the other day they had the breakfast thing. Oh, that was for an employee who was leaving, but, right? On, on our honeymoon, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Getting married. But, but I assume it was prepared by these same people. No, no, it was no. just our departmental thing. Oh, well, I will say then that you are working with them. I, that was the dish, because I love breakfast. That was the dish I was most looking, most envious of. Uh, all the different varieties of breakfast food. There was a big muffin on there. I do like a big muffin, even though it's diabetic death. Mm. Uh, uh, it was banana bread, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there was the day we, we've talked about this in depth off air, but there was the day that you bro- breached buffet etiquette uh, when um, you went when you got two tortillas on the taco bar. I, I uh, asked for both the meat and steak or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, and they said I, I can only give you one or the other. So yeah. they put meat. They put in meat. They put a generous portion of meat in both of my yeah. soft shells. But uh, yeah. there are there just- are rules. Apparently, yeah, they can only go. But the the rice looks great uh, that they put on the side here. But uh, I want to describe this meat to you. It's it's not like shredded. It's I don't like chicken that's shredded. I like chicken for most things, but I don't I don't like it shredded. This this these are are like chunks of chicken. This is the um, the the soft shell taco. Yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. It was marinated, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. There's some broccoli floating around there. That's healthy. That's in a, in a piece of cake. What was in that cake? That, that was like a little parfait. It was, a, oh, was yeah? it like a layer cake. Yeah. It, it had a layer of thin icing and then like a, a whipped, like a whipped cream type substance. And then a thin layer of strawberry and then layers of. Like white cake mix. I think I think we're gonna, we're gonna with this podcast. I'm gonna post a gallery of food that you've eaten over the yeah. last week or so. Um, These are the things well, that Paul we'll do, eats. We'll do it. I'll I'll do it one week, and it, it could be a one week thing, and then I'll then that will be the end of it. Just like just like many of our things. No, I I, I have like three photos here. That's enough for a gallery. I, I, I'll. Uh, uh, You're I'm just going to do that. I was going to say I could do that next week, but fine. All right. We're going to tune in next week for some other thing that I've already forgotten about uh, from Paul. Oh, what so- what sodas, uh, what uh, pop is available, soft drinks are available in the uh, buffet I, area. In the, in the area. What, mm-hmm. 
what I'll and, do there. Yeah. I won't remember. I won't remember yeah. like next whatever we do this next weekend. Yeah. You'll be like, Oh, Paul, we brought this up. What 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 brand of soda is it? And I'll be like, I don't know. Just take a quick I, I look picture at every phone. I'm just saying I won't remember, but what I'll yeah. do is uh next week when I'm getting food. Mm-hmm. It'll come to mind. It'll spring to mind. Like, oh, this is something Dan had an interest in, and I'll text yeah. you the information right then and there. Ooh, I like uh, that. I'm I'm not going to take a photo of it because they have rules. You know, if you can't oh. get both the steak and the chicken, yeah, I, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's heck not going to be taking photos of right, right. exclusive Elvis Presley uh, employee information like the soda machine. Sure. I'll text yeah. about it. That's there's limits, just like you know, you can only get one of the two. Yeah. Fair enough. I uh I think we've faffed about enough on this topic. Which okay. brings me to another topic, faffing about. Faffing. Uh you texted me this week. Arsenal is faffing. Yeah. Yes, you had texted me. And you said mm-hmm. Arsenal is faffing about this cup, or not the cup, the league title in the Premier League. And I had never heard the phrase faff, faffing, faffing about, mm-hmm. uh, faffing around. And I looked it up, and I couldn't find it in Webster's, which is mostly American English. Sure. So I looked Turns it up out in Oxford. It's actually a real thing. Yeah, I looked up in Oxford and had a definition. Sometimes I, sometimes I invent things. Like I'll play Trivial Pursuit, sure, and be like, "Really? That that was the answer? I'm surprised because of my yeah. encyclopedic knowledge of things." And it's like, well, you, you, know, you, you just know less than you think you do, Paul. What you this invent was, this was actually it, what, a truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you invent is the sense that you're not well-rounded and knowledgeable. That's what you invent. This you invent this confidence that you display in mm. almost no other area of your life. Like you don't go up to girls or okay. women with the mm. level of confidence that you show when you're playing Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. If you did, <laughs> you would have been a regular Larocchio of the accounting department. But as it stood, you, yeah. you you just had regular, maybe slightly below regular confidence that came to that stuff. But when it came to did Trivial say, Pursuit. Yeah. Laratio, yeah. I may be pronouncing it. Lothario. Lothario, okay. Lothario well, is the word I'm familiar with. You, you're probably right, and I've only read that word. Young Richard Gear. Yeah. It's, uh, according to Oxford, it's Lothario. Lothario. Okay, well, anyway, you were right. Uh, I was wrong. Moving on, you would have been the Lothario of mm-hmm. uh, the of you know the business school with if you had displayed your trivia pursuit level of confidence, like you were like Superman. You were like uh, and, you know, even though oh, it's a science question. Even though I got this, I got this, boys. Step back, step back. I got this. This wedge is ours. Even we're doing it. We're gonna do it. Okay, let's get it. Let's get the wedge. 
and then you, you would answer the question. It could mm-hmm. it could be like, what was the uh, atomic weight of the rock that Neil Armstrong brought back from the moon? Yeah. And you would be like, uh, well, you got to pretend. You got to be like, oh, is that on the moon? Is that, yeah. Is that the bowling point on the moon or on Earth or in the right. space shuttle? Yeah. Yeah. In That's, space travel in, uh, on Earth. That, yeah. Right. That at the at the Cape Canaveral break room, you know where. Well, what happens is you would answer it with confidence, and then people, I would. for some reason, would just be swayed by. It. And then, uh, then they would be wrong. Not always, but, but about sometimes. five, five, you know, five wrong answers in, doubt crept in. Uh, and by then your team was out of the game because they were trusting you. Uh, and they shouldn't have been. This is, uh, anyway. Okay. Anyway, uh, you, but you always had like one of these comebacks, like, like it was the the joke at the end of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you know, okay. about the swallows. Okay, it's like it was like how much can an unburdened swallow carry? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, African or uh, yeah, and the guys like European. African, then Arthur's African or European, and then the uh, gorge of eternal parallel. The bridge keepers launched into the gorge of eternal peril. Yeah. So, which is where this podcast exists in the gorge of eternal peril. What were we talking it's, about? I, I don't know, then. Faffing about is a real. Faffing about. Uh, I'm, faffing about. I'm a, well, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. That was real knowledge, and like yes. pretend knowledge that that I exhibit in true pursuit. Go ahead, right. that's all I was going to say. The whole the whole discussion about Trivial Pursuit in nineteen ninety three, fall nineteen ninety three, at the one party by that hot physics chick that we both got invited to. That's faffing yeah. about, at least in terms of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's one of my fondest memories of college. Uh, although I did bully the hell out of that one kid. Uh, mm-hmm. but, and I'm, I regret that wherever that guy is, he's probably got me on a list, like happy Gilmore from, uh, I think I, I'm going to, I'm going to guess he's doing well for himself in life. Well, he was smart. Uh, here's just for background for the listeners. We went to this part. There was a really attractive, like junior, senior physics. Major. He was a, she was a senior. I thought I knew all the physics people. Yeah. I was on. My roommate was one. Yeah. Not a big major. Not a big. Yeah, my you know, my roommate was one. Class. There was Brent was uh, one. That's I played. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played. I played on the physics intramural soccer team. Yeah. Uh, then then it's like afterwards. Let's let's watch. You know. Let's go to the dine the dining room. I played yeah. Dungeons and Dragons with one of the guys that was in a physics right. thing. He was like maybe a year younger. Yeah. Uh, so in all that time, there was this upperclassman that we never met. She never, she never um, circulated among the physics outings. Uh, sure. 
until this one party. Yeah, which I think was at her house, the house she rented uh, with other other attractive women. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's usually how it goes. You know, like four people rent one of these places. And, you know, anyway, I don't know that the other three women were physics majors. She was attractive really? enough. She was attractive I enough. Don't, I, don't re- I don't remember anyone else in the house besides her oh. that was renting it and who they were, their details. Is that I'm is sure. real? Yes. Are you making this up? Are you filling in the gaps of your memory with these uh, assumptions or uh, what? Uh, Katy Perry lived there. Left Shark lived there. Sure. Left uh, Shark. The, yeah. the judge. The judge from uh, that show Mills we can't Lane. talk about. Uh, Relative uh-huh. Justice. Yeah, Mills Lane was the property owner. Uh, <laughs> he 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 owned a lot of property. It was a house near campus, which I'm almost certain was owned by Drake, and they usually rented them out to, like, groups of five or six students, and, you know, they were kind of in shabby condition. Uh, And they had to be attractive women? Attractive attractive women usually bunt. That was my experience. Just like the sports people usually hung out with the sports people, you know, the attractive women usually bunched. You know, the, the oh, fraternity people okay. yeah, gathered together. You said, but, but you said, Here's but, what happened. Is like, we're, we're, Paul, we is account, Paul, Paul was a business, like accounting, computer science, whatever, I don't know, major, uh, actuary. Yeah. He was an actuary. Uh, yeah. And I was uh, journalism in English. Mm. And, but, our, but we knew we were, I was smart people adjacent. Like Paul was smart. The physics people were mm-hmm. smart, and they were cool people, and I liked hanging out with them. I also knew some theater majors who had the best party. They, yeah, uh, but that's, a, that's they were a, not. Mm-hmm. That's off the track. Anyway, we go to this party, oh. and we're we're relatively young, like we're still eighteen, yeah. nineteen, and we're Edward, at this party. Yeah, everyone uh, was young. Yeah. yeah, well, the uh, upperclassman was an adult in full. And we're at this party and we're playing Trivial Pursuit. And this kid who was our age, I think, maybe older, I don't know. He was getting just really worked up about how Babylon 5. Babylon 5. Which was a show about a space station that was on Sci-Fi Network back when they spelled it properly. And he was getting really worked up that the show was coming on and we were still yeah. at this party and we were like, fasting about fasting right, about the, playing Trivial Pursuit. There was beer and when the serious know. well, when the serious business of watching Babylon Five, which does not re air. And we both remember that at, yeah, at one point he just kept whining about it to the point where he was like, you know, they don't rerun me. Like I'm not gonna be able if I don't leave yeah. now. I'm not, and I'm like, dude, we're at a party yeah. in college with yeah. mixed company. This is why we're here. Well, this is this is like this yeah, is the stuff we're you. here to do. You know, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, kid. I'll tell you what else doesn't happen. 
yeah. uh, interacting with this uh, attractive senior physics person because it was the one yeah. and only time that we had that interaction. And apparently, she had hot roommates, which I I did not know to this very day. Yeah. Well, I have a side note on that. Uh, but anyway, the kid you said you've always mm-hmm. re- relayed this story as I just sort of burn the kid to the ground and i didn't really mean that in my head i was trying to give him advice which was like sure. i get that you dig this show man but mm-hmm. this is better like what we're doing here is mm-hmm. better than that show like you'll catch up yeah. on it somehow uh yeah, this, so why this was better why aren't you watching deep space nine for stargate <laughs> and, why are you watching or, the third tier science fiction show and if it's that important to you just go just leave the event, leave the people who brought you along, leave them, and go watch your show. It, but the other people didn't want to go, and he wanted to go, and he was just fussy. The side thing that I have to say to that is you said you didn't know about these other roommates. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say it's like this. When I was in high school, some of my classmates mm-hmm. in Winterset stole yeah. some goats from okay. one of the local farmers and put them I haven't on the heard field. The, I'll tell you, you know, Dan, apart from not knowing about these attractive roommates yeah. of this person, I've never heard this story before either. Well, it's a podcast. Goat, yeah. a, po- a podcast about, I was not involved in this. I was in Des Moines at the time. But they just, sold some goats. I get that. But the story, the story is new. We've known each other. Yeah. For many years. years, we've heard. Yeah. We've told. We've talked about this party, yeah. tens of times. Yeah, and I've not heard about these goats, goat theft. Yeah, I, I get that you weren't involved in, but right. the story is interesting. I haven't heard it. I've heard this other story tens of times. Not okay. that it's uninteresting. I'm just saying well, this is a new story, or or about these hot roommates, which I feel like. It's not true. I think what happens is <laughs> you drive, you drive home. Okay. Yeah. You go yeah. to work. You, it's a job you've been at for ten years. Yeah. And it's like your brain just fills in the blanks. It's like I don't remember driving home. Well, yeah. you did, and your brain kind of fills in some of those memories. It's like we don't yeah. need this memory of driving home. We've done it a thousands of times. But I, but I feel like you've just uh, put in like random hot people you've seen like in uh, photo frames that are for sale at Target. You're buying Tiny a photo food. frame. They just have. Yeah. They, they put in a photo of like Kathy a, Ireland. Yeah. Maybe maybe you've seen like um, your your where you work now the school system. It's maybe like, oh, it's T- for our, Taylor Swift was there. No, somehow. they're not. No, they're not there, but you have a retirement plan. And yes. they send out that email, and there's like some guy, and uh, he's got a wool sweater on. He's on the beach with his mm-hmm. Labrador. I, I'm just saying there's like this attractive uh, couple that's uh, worked hard for their retirement that's advertising this retirement plan. What, what sure. is it, Acres? What's the, what's the Iowa uh, retirement fund? Hypers, right? Hypers. Yeah. So they they photograph some models for that. I'm saying we got less, than, we got less than one minute here. I didn't get my goat story yet. Well, we'll start the second half of that. 
That could be the whole second half. Anyway, they put an attractive photo there, and I think you subbed in their images to this roommate situation yeah. just to fill in the gaps of your memory. That's it. I'm done. All right. Well, we'll find out after these messages from our non-sponsors. <laughs> So high in the sky, bounce up and down just like a clown. Everyone knows it's Slinky, the best present yet to give or get, but costs a little to buy. The hit of the day when you're ready to play, everyone knows it's Slinky. It's Slinky, it's Slinky, for fun it's the best of the toys. It's Slinky, it's Slinky, the favorite of girls and boys. authentic Batman toys and games new and exciting wow Batman and Robin color portrait one dollar Batman periscope 77 cents Batman doll only 9.98 Batman horn 77 cents Batman card game exciting fun for a dollar 19 Batman game by Milton Bradley only 2.66 Batman and Robin button 33 cents authentic cape and mask 99 cents a set Batman belt, only a dollar, and a wrist radio for only $3.99. Now at seven Big Penny stores, North Park, Big Town, Richardson, Casabue, and Lancaster Keyston, Dallas, Seminary South, and Richland Hills, and Fort Worth. Be the first to have one of these new toys or games and receive free trading cards and Batman rings. Hurry to Penny! Premiering Friday after Wonder Woman, it's the all-new Incredible Hulk. A radiation experiment has unleashed the ultimate mutation, turning David Banner into a superhuman beast whenever he becomes angered. Bill Bixby stars in The Incredible Hulk, premiering Friday at 9, 8 Central and Mountain. Uh, welcome back to Talking Paragraph. This is... Uh, you are... Yeah. yeah. That, those... Uh, commercials you hear are non-sponsors. The just random commercials that I think are funny or bring back good memories. Paul, Paul hates them, let's but get, they're there. Let's get to what's important. I'm Dan. You're, He's Paul. you're about. No, you're you're going to relate how the fact that some high school friends stole some goats, right? There has some bearing on this uh, person that we went to a party with had attractive roommates. So okay, so just setting the stage. Right, we went to a party thirty years ago in this fall. It would have been thirty years ago this fall, and we went to a party. I go to that reunion, by the way. Just at that party, sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to my high school reunion, but I'd go to a reunion of just the people that were at that that party. Sure. So, uh, I had mentioned that the, the house was rented with three other, the the woman who invited us was attractive and there were three other attractive women that lived there. That was the 
uh, supposition. He were like surprised by this. It was new knowledge that had come out 30 years after. I, I, no, 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 no. And you disbelieve me, and that's fine. No, 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 no. Maybe I made that no, up. Maybe, no. maybe I had filled in the blanks, whatever. I think, I, no, I think he did make it up. All right. And it's not what I said. I, what I said was, uh, I don't know that you know that to be true. I, it sounds reasonable. I would say, oh, you know, I bet her roommates are also attractive. It's like, yeah, yeah. this knowledge, this, sure, this assured knowledge you have stated mm. as fact, I disbelieve. So go ahead. Tell us, tell right. us about I was a journalist. I was a journalist for many years, stating what I think to be mm. true as true is a skill. Anyway. So tell me about it, these goats because I feel like that's actually true. This was a true story. It reminds me of a story. The goats. The to goats. be clear, the goats, not the attractive roommates. The, well, you discovering these attractive roommates or your reaction to it reminds me of this story about some of my high school classmates in Winterset. Uh, they stole a couple of goats, two goats, and and put them on the on the field behind the office at sure. uh, at the school. So these goats are out there grazing outside the window of the administration of the high school. And, of course, they're pissed off about it, as one would be. Um, Well, it turned out that we found out years later that one of the goats was pregnant. And one of the guys who was involved with the prank said, and this was at our 20-year reunion. Yeah, our 20-year reunion. It turned out, and the, one of the guys who was involved with a prank was like, wait, are you telling me there was actually three goats there? Which made the prank was that with, was with, with one kid. Of the, yeah, with job. Yeah, with kid. That's what a baby goat is with called. Kid. All right. So, so that made the prank that much better, is that there was a third goat present. Mm-hmm. Uh and so the f- idea that there were three other hot chicks makes that story even better to you 30 years later. Okay. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't need the, the three other chicks cause I don't, I don't know that I saw them if they were, if they were there that night, like waving from the kitchen or walking through or pl- on they one were of the probably teams. What, here's what they were probably doing is they were calling in the physics you don't even know that they exist. here's here's what they were doing they kept calling her into the other room every five or ten minutes they're like who are these losers and why are they in our house <laughs> you're about to be thrown out of the house we're yeah. calling a, a meeting and she's like it's fine don't wrap this up it's fine it's just for the new physics major They'll be gone soon because they'll have to go watch Babylon 5. But they didn't know that there was a ringer like me, who was from the journalism school, didn't care about mm-hmm. Babylon 5, was going to mm-hmm. screw the whole thing up. And then we were there for hours. So this, so, this rogue actuary that was charming everyone. With his, right. Right. You're like, you were yeah. like the Indiana Jones. The pursuit skill. You're the Indiana what? Jones of accounting. You were. A, physi- <laughs> of, a physics uh, trivial pursuit party. Yeah, you didn't even. All you had was a windbreaker and a prayer, and you went after this with uh, with great confidence. 
the swagger of the the South. I I I don't believe I don't believe you have verification mm-hmm. um, on on these roommates. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that there were three hot roommates. Yeah, and they were all but... watching Babylon Five, <laughs> and there's a timeline. Yeah, okay? like if, if this was an episode of Babylon Five, it would probably talk about alternate timelines. That there is a timeline where uh, the three of us. So instead of you being, instead of you making fun of this kid, I wasn't making fun uh, of him. I was trying to give him advice. It just seemed like I was. In any fun. event. There's a timeline, okay? Yeah. Where he brings up Babylon 5, and you're mm. like, oh, I'd like to watch that show. Looks like a good show. I, yeah. I've been meaning to get into it. Every, uh, that I'm show like, with people with ridges and weird hair. I, why wouldn't I want to watch that? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm here with my buddy Dan. If he's into it, so am I. Yeah. And then the senior physics lady's like, Let's out of sight. It's like, well, I didn't want to say this, but my roommates are big Babylon Five nerds. Yeah. And yeah. we, the three of us, me, you, and that guy with the curly afro or whatever, whatever hair yeah. he had, which was also a weird thing about him. I don't, I don't know that I saw him any other time apart from this party. I know I never saw the physics major again. Uh, I never saw him again. This was my point yeah. that I recalled. I'm just saying I didn't see the odd physics major ever again. Either. I, I understand that. I get, yes. But I'm just saying in this timeline, it could be that the three of us depart the party to watch yeah. Babylon 5 with the hot roommate. Right. And who knows? Who knows? That's that's all blur. That, that uh, alternate timeline. What kind of shenanigans yeah. we could have gotten up to. Uh, sure. That's that's bored to me. That's that's a timeline that doesn't exist. But you never know. You, you look through the black hole. You. Look through the black mm-hmm. hole of possibilities, and you're just crushed. That's as by far the, as I can see, you're just yeah. crushed by the gravity of it all. I, I assume it's something like uh, the 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 Star Trek where the the hot um, Vulcan. You know, it's like, oh, there was yeah, microbes on this planet. We got we got to take the sand bath, oh, and there's only one shower in the whole. It was <laughs> default this huge ship. We got to shower together. They had to rub. They had to rub each other down with oil. That's the actual thing that happened. They had to rub each well, other down. All, um, all I know, there was some unnecessary attractive people in this science show. Yeah, but that that could have happened with us. Uh, yeah, it could have. Line. Fact, Where you were more supportive as, of Babylon Five, if I had only been, uh, who knows what might have happened? Uh, right. Because right. eventually geeks came to rule the world. I mean, they had all no. Did uh, like that Big Bang Theory went on for like twelve years. Uh, yeah. It was a show that hated geeks but pretended to like them. Uh, and oh yeah, that show hated geeks. Hated them and mocked them at a base level that was almost cruel. Uh, Like, there was a, I'll give an example. One episode they were talking about a comic, this is Big Bang Theory. They were talking about a comic called Saga, 
which is like a really mm-hmm. epic sci-fi story. Uh, and they have people with horned heads and they have like a, mm-hmm. a, a dictator that is Prince Robot that's got like a giant TV for a head. Uh, and all kinds of interesting stuff. And at the very beginning scene, there's a, I don't know what you call these creatures because I never got too deep into the series, but uh, is giving birth just as they're about to be arrested for something. I don't know what it was. It may have been reproducing. I don't know. Anyway, they give birth and they escape because they have these creatures have wings. They escape, but the the op- the first cover of one of the issues might have been the first issue is of this mother creature breastfeeding uh, mm. the child, and um, it's a it's a, a highly regarded series. I've not read it myself, but the Big Bang Theory was like. Oh, uh, basically, they made like a boob joke out of the whole thing. It's like, oh, that's why people buy, that's why guys buy comics is because of boobs. Uh, and it's just that kind of stuff. They did stuff like that all the time. Uh, they had we Will Wheaton was a regular guest star on that show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which you have murdered many times in in uh, in fiction, in print. Yeah, and and. <clears throat> not in not in print in the digital space. It doesn't exist anymore. I suppose I don't suppose they archive those back systems. Uh, Cliff may have. He's a, yeah. He had a lot of uh, esoteric stuff in print or video, you know, so electronic speak, form. Speaking of <laughs> physics majors, Cliff, who was in our class, uh, who was. I would not describe him as nebbish, but he was just a relatively normal-looking dude with uh, childlike personality, sometimes childish, depending on his mood. And uh, <clears throat> but he was brilliant with math and science. He was, and I mean that sincerely. Yeah. He was literally brilliant. He's had, as an adult, he's held many high-level math science jobs. Yeah, I guess they're high level. I don't know what they are, but they seem like you have to be really smart to have that job. Uh, he uh, married like a Russian woman at one point. I think they got a divorce. Yeah. Uh, but he was uh, always having attractive girlfriends, not necessarily of the science field. Uh, there weren't right. that many female science people at Drake anyway. Uh, yeah. That I remember, I knew Anne, who was an actual rocket scientist for NASA. I don't know if she still does that or not, but that's yeah. what she used to do. <clears throat> and um, that's I know I that that's... he uh, he <clears throat> he built a crib out of uh, materials from the original uh, Mars satellite. Uh, that's a lie. That's, but it's a, it, but it's a that's good the kind of de- the kind of detail you add to a fake story. Yeah, if you're playing through a pursuit. Yeah, okay. that's a good lie. I appreciate a good lie. That was a good lie. There was, you you could I, be a sixth grader. 
there there was specificity there and mm. there was a half truth because she actually did build a crib right. I'm guessing she that would like for normal water. or yeah. from ikea or whatever who knows uh <clears throat> but it it sounded more fun like it's like that movie uh Scattered glass or whatever it was with uh, yeah. young uh, young Kyle Walker, Hayden Christensen. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to explain how that's like that, or are you just going to let it lie? I'd prefer if you let it lie. But... He uh, <laughs> he was a successful journalist because he just made up stuff. Yeah, yeah. Those are the most and, uh, most well known ones. Uh, Likewise, I made up stuff when I was playing Hero Pursuit and people enjoyed it. <clears throat> that part I'm not sure about. They were trying to win. Well, um, but there's some, I mean, the law of percentages are odd to say that even if you were guessing most of the time, you're going to get some of them. Right. Right. You're not going to miss every single one. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. We've been faffing about quite a bit this podcast, and I never really got to the point of why I was excited yeah. about the word fast. Is the dictionary definition of it, let me see if I can find it here. The dictionary definition of faff is to spend time doing things in a way that is not well organized and that does not mm. achieve much. Uh, stop faffing about and get on with it. I needed this word this year mm-hmm. to talk to my sixth graders because they yeah. are fast. They masters. do faff about. They they are fast masters, Paul. Masters of the fast. Yeah. Uh, they are fast Jedi. And they, I want, and it's and it's uh, a they, other they word. Have, they have they have the high ground. When it comes to faffing. They do. They do. They will cut down the amount of time used for uh, actual work uh, with their faff mastery. So I could have used this word because uh, it would sound like another word at first. Like, uh, hello? Fanny? No, it would sound it would sound like another four letter word. Oh. I, you know, I'd be like, "What faff are you involved in?" I'm like, "What faff?" And then I explain the word, they, and then one, they're forced to learn a word, and then two, yeah. I'm going to say it a lot. So yeah. I may have this made into a sign. Faff about no faffing. Yeah. Well. Sounds like a sounds like a good art project. You could break the the. You gonna, you gonna let me complete this joke, or do you know? Can you predict what the joke was going to be, just based on those three? I words? don't want to. Fa- I don't want to faff up your joke. You break the class up into groups of four or five, and they get art materials to make their own particular no faffing. Uh, Construction paper thing, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, 
I, I think you let me have that one. I think you could have predicted that joke because I've made I, it before. I, you, were, uh, you just let, you let me have that one. I did let you have it. I didn't know where it was going, and I wish that I had trapped it up. So, it was a can of corn, as they say. It wasn't a can of corn. It was a can of ham. Uh, and it uh, struck my wind. <laughs> Wait, did, <laughs> didn't they have that? Wouldn't they talk about that on the old TBS? The, yeah, it's a can of corn on, a, on yeah. an easy fly out. Yeah, can of corn. Yeah. That's old talk. Yeah. That joke. Like a long, like somebody who crashes, crushes a pitch, but it's four feet five. Well, that's a noisy. I, I don't. I don't faff about when I'm making can of corn uh, references. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think using the term can of corn is in fact faff, but <laughs> it's accepted faff. So. Uh, there you go. Um, we've got things on we, this card that we've not. Well, touched. we we did the fast. We did the fasting one. That's all. That may have been the only thing. That may have been the only thing from the card, which was a short card. It was. We t- mm. we talked about how we can't talk about relative justice. So let's talk that, about something. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about something we can talk about. Pete Davidson, yeah. he has some kind of autobiographical movie that's coming to um, Peacock. Series. Yeah, a series got called. a lot of fa- got a lot of famous actual famous people in it. Yeah, for whatever reason, uh, it, Pete Davidson will be faffing about on Peacock in his own series on the network so, that has Cocaine Bear, which was. Yeah. A number of famous people faffing about with by making the movie. So, if you have to pick a piece of faff, which piece of faff do you pick? Pete Davidson's show or Cocaine Bear? Uh, it's Cocaine Bear in a landslide. I don't can, mean to can, take a can, swipe. No, no, it's fine. Can we get some reasoning on that? Actually, I do. Okay. I'm sorry. Can we get some reasoning behind this? Oh, defend, um, defend your answer. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a fan of the animal story. It, it's helpful for sure. our podcast to, to have. Yeah. Uh, when I tune in the peacock, I'm I'm really there to watch soccer. Yeah, first but of all, it's named after an animal. It is. The dog's named after animal. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's good. Pete Davidson kind of looks like an animal, kind of yeah. a, a, a species lacking the, yeah. the intelligence that man has uh, produced. But uh, he, uh, I think he's already gotten a lot of attention for himself. You know, if you're Paul Giamatti and you've got a mm-hmm. series, that might help him, uh, you know, attract a pretty lady. Uh, th- this guy, he's already, he's made his way. I don't know if he's completed the Kardashian family set or if it's just him. Yeah. There were some other attractive women that he's uh, uh, rumored to, to be uh, 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 tripping the light fantastic with in page two of New York's tabloids. Uh, I don't know that he needs more uh, attention focused on himself. And, 
And the series has a touch of that uh, in cars, having coffee with comedians, you know, vibe to it of like, well, it's me. Uh, Comedians are underappreciated or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like we we worked really hard to get where we are kind of a thing. I drifted off a little bit while you were talking about Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson has become like a modern honey boo-boo. Like he exists. Um, and I don't know why I know that he exists. Like, mm-hmm. he's on, not on he, SNL anymore. He was amusing for playing himself, which I guess I I guess I'm a little jealous of. Like, I'm not <laughs> amusing as myself. Uh, I don't know uh much about him, except that he no. dates super hot, uh, or at least yeah. attractive to the public mind. Uh, sure. women on a regular basis, mm-hmm. like he dated uh, Kanye's ex-wife for a yeah, while, Kardashian. one of the Kardashians. Yeah. yeah, and he dated Selena Gomez and the, uh, sure. others, uh, other beautiful women, and I'm I'm especially dated uh, jealous of Selena Gomez because. She's best friends with Taylor Swift. So you're Taylor Swift oh, adjacent good. in that world. So, <laughs> you know, um, that's where I've always been trying to get. Um, mm. but, but you were once closer to Taylor Swift than I was. So, yeah. You know, uh, that, was a, that was a gap. That was a gap that does not get shortened. Or, uh, it didn't, no, I think, I, think you, I think that bridge has been burned. But uh, which is fine. So, uh, I I think Pete Davidson is fine. I watched a movie that he made mm-hmm. about Staten Island with wow. him and Bill Burr and a bunch of other famous people. It wasn't bad. Wow. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, That's the third boring project he's been in. <laughs> he, he was in a movie with he was in a movie with Kaylee Kuko on the oh, yeah. same Peacock service. Oh wow! Uh, Kaylee Kuko. Cuoco? Uh, no. Kaylee Kuoco was in a great show called uh, "The Airline Attendant" or something. She plays an airline. The flight attendant. That was good. The first season. Well, I haven't watched the second season. Yeah. But it's on the HBO, um, which will soon become Mac. Because HBO is, uh, Time Warner is so desperate to save money. Not only did they not release a fully finished Fat Girl movie that cost $98 million, they wrote that off. They just put it on the shelf. We're done with it. They were going to release it. Uh, not only did they do that, they uh, <clears throat> they now laid off the HBO and HBO Max. Like, they're out of a business. They, they, they also saved some money with their... Uh... HBO promotional uh, commercials. Yeah. It used to be when you tune in, they'd say, it's not TV, it's HBO. Yeah. But they've, they've shortened it to, it's not TV. And I, I think that just becomes confusing. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing then? If the TV <laughs> is telling me it's not TV. Yeah. I, I you just I, change I, the channel. Have I slipped into a pocket universe? 
I, I've slipped yeah, into a pocket I, universe where my TV isn't TV. I, I understand that they save money, but I think they'll ultimately confuse and lose viewers with that approach, that shortening there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are the kind of things that marketing guys get paid uh, mm-hmm. millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, Can I? Do you think? Let me ask you this question, Dan. You, yeah. You uh, you worked for Media Concerns, where um, I have. One of the goals is not to be sued. If you know, yes. if you if you can do nothing else, maybe you can't get a reader to to read your story. Yeah. Uh, or pay for it. That's the second step. Um, yeah. But at least don't get sued putting this out, right? Yeah. First, it's like the Hippocratic Oath. First, do no harm. Just let's just not get sued doing this. Mm-hmm. Can I can I make fun of Huddle House at this point? Have I exited uh, that sphere of employment where I can make fun of them? Mm-hmm. Is it safe to do that legally, or does that make me a bad employee? Um, uh, talking about know. a former employer. Yeah, I I, I don't. I, honest to God, I don't know. I just thought as a as a new media person that would be uh, something I that think, would come I, up in I, editorial I, meetings. Here's what I that's, here's what I have tried to do since uh, the Register and Gannett laid me off. I have tried very hard not yeah. to say things about the people who are making the content. Because I remember what it was like when people who either quit or laid off would come back and talk about how shit the product was. I remember how that felt. I have broken that rule in the sense that I have talked about how shit the product is. Uh, But I know that it's not necessarily the fault of the people who work there. So I was going to make fun of the Huddle House CEO who... I think he earns enough money to take the heat, but he he actually would be someone who could probably punish me uh, uh, if, if anyone yeah. could. I'm just gonna. I would leave that alone. I don't think it would right. ever reach him, but I would just leave it alone. I want to get back to this. I had a joke. This, with... Oh, mm-hmm. was it good? Let... No, no. But I'm we... leaving it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing ever bad happened to anybody on Twitter. So I we were talking about slogan, the HBO mm. slogan, and I remember yeah. Carson doing a bit about the NBC slogan, and he was reading oh. the slogans through the years that NBC had had, and right. like 1970, it's happening on NBC. <laughs> yeah, I like 1970, that. 1972, the fall NBC has it all. I, I like 19, that. That rhyme. 1973. Come and see NBC 73. That that also uh, rhymes. That they, you know what they did? They improved on 72. They had two words yeah. that rhyme. In 73, they have three words. Well, by the 80s, the consultants were just ripping people off. Uh, mm-hmm. 1983, the slogan was "Be there." Oh. Very direct. Okay. 1984 yeah. to 1986, yeah. it was, "Let's all be there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
they just added two fucking words, made millions mm-hmm. of dollars, walked off. So they did the same mm-hmm. thing in 1986. Yeah. Come home to NBC, mm-hmm. 86 to 88. In 88, they changed yeah. it. Come home to the best, dot, 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 yeah. only on NBC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, that's how consultants work. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, let's see, that was, you pick Cocaine Bear. I would also pick Cocaine Bear, but I think you still have to pay to watch Cocaine Bear. And uh, that's never going to happen. I, I will watch it when it's free. So, so wait a second. Peacock, Peacock has this movie, but it's uh, an, an add-on. I think Peacock is like ad-supported. And then to oh. get to the next tier, you have to pay more money. I'm already I paying see. Peacock the maximum amount of money they're going to get out of me. Yeah. Um, so I, I have nothing against Pete Davidson. I, I kind of wish I was mm-hmm. Pete Davidson. Uh, sure. for, for one, I'd be younger. Uh, mm-hmm. and my my knees probably wouldn't hurt, wouldn't need a walker, might have an mm-hmm. STD, who knows. Uh, phone edit, etiquette for clones slash AI, we're skipping that. We don't have enough time oh. to okay. set that up. Uh, let's see, Hemlock Grove, you can you get a minute on that, Paul. Go. Um, they Netflix has removed some of their early programming, so it's on. Yes. It's on um, some other weird streaming service. It's free, mm-hmm. which I, I forget the name of. Anyway, I've been watching it. It's very bad. It's like a telenovela. It's very cringy, and but but I don't have to think very hard about it. And I've been enjoying it. I've been surprised that I've been enjoying it. That's that's all I have to say. It's uh, it's on Tubi. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, T U B I Tubi. <laughs> It's it, it's on something else. So we, you move on to the next topic, and I'll I'll find. Uh, it's on Tubi. I just looked it up. You don't watch it on but Tubi. That's not, no, it's oh. something else. But go ahead. I'll I will I will find that fact. Sure. Uh, that's a good cast. Eli Roth, Sam K. Jansen, who was played uh, Jean Grey in the old X Men movies. The original yeah. X-Men movies. I'm sure there'll be more to come. Uh, well, we're in Phil, our last 10 minutes. Uh, Film Rise is where oh. I've been watching it. I thought that was... I thought you had to pay to watch Film Rise. No. No, I think it's ad-supported. Oh. Well, you're right. It is there. By God. By God, <laughs> Paul. You've, uh, you've not let me down once. I, I would have not guessed that, but... Uh, well, here's what we're going to close on, uh, if I can find a tab. So, this uh, came up across my nose. This happened earlier this month in Boone, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Your fellow South, your fellow Southerners' home, Boone, North Carolina. North Carolina being the birthplace of Pepsi. So, the cops were trying to pull over somebody, and the guy jetted yeah. on. And so they chase him down. He, he ditches his rig and runs yeah. into a cop hat. Yeah. And the cops found him easily because the cows all ran over toward him. Right. So the the news media that had reported on this would be like, oh, look, the cops 
the cows are detectives and the cows mm-hmm. are, you know, justice. But then they show video of the people who own the farm. And this, I'm going to say two things about these people, and I don't mean this as criticism, but clearly mm-hmm. dental care is not a priority. It's one. Drank, drank a lot of Pepsi. Probably. Probably. Uh, two, uh, they were unimpressed with the news media's interest in this. Because they were like, sure. well, the only reason a person would even be in that field is to feed mm-hmm. the cows. So they thought right. that guy had food. So they ran yeah. over to him because he had food. They thought he had food. That's the only reason it happened. It wasn't like some special whatever. It was just they thought he had mm-hmm. food. So there you go. That's the yeah. truth of that. That's the reality yeah. of it. I I like laugh at a single detail of that story. Well, I I like that you found an animal story that uh, uh, Patricio, you know, our new marketing guy who who quit five minutes in. Yeah, he he did say Morant hit the animals. Yeah, but not actually. Not actually. Don't actually hit the animals. Just you know more more animal content. Hit them within uh, the coverage. Hit hit them with more coverage. Yeah, yeah. If, use if, your words if, to hit them. If we if we were, well, yeah, yeah, we don't want animal abuse. You know, uh, yeah. one thing I learned from Jeff speak that I didn't know speak softly did to this. them. Yeah, oh. I didn't know people did this, but I guess they do. Uh, they would get, you know, rescue animals, cats or whatever. And they would be named like foul things like shithead or, you know, fucker, you know, and that's what the animal thought its name was. And so they had to, they had to take time to train them so that they didn't respond to that word uh, as the name. Well, this wouldn't be cats because cats don't respond to anything. Uh, They do though. They did. They they learned the name. The king, king, kings and queens of their own, uh, yeah, domain. You're, they get used to a certain sound, and they, if it's associated with food, so yeah. I think. But anyway, uh, that's just another piece of faff. A lot of faff in this show. Yeah. We make we remain nameless. We remain nameless, just faffing around. <laughs> what is it called now? Talking paragraph is the name of the oh. podcast that we've made more than 125 episodes of. I, I just forgot. I forgot the the, the name, <laughs> the name of it. That's great. Half of the partnership of this podcast doesn't even know what the hell it's called. <laughs> ah, it's it's my middle finger to those all those shows that they used to do after shows on like. AMC, you remember they had like Talking Dead. Talking, and ta- talking Dead. They had another one for uh, Talking, like Talking Bad, the Breaking Bad. It lasts for oh, series. I didn't know that. that. They did. I hadn't realized that they did uh, that one. It was all hosted by that guy I can't stand, Chris, somebody or other. 
uh, I think his name was Chris Pfaff. Uh, did they do talking talking men for for Mad Men? I don't think they ever did, but they might have. I don't. They, they for some reason they thought that that's what people wanted was like low grade <laughs> celebrities and this Chris yeah. whatever his name is from Nerdist to talk Hardly. about. Huh? Was yeah, it Hardwick? Hardwick? That was yeah, it was Hardwick that guy. So, for some reason they that thought I that's remembered. What wanted to watch. I remembered his well, name. I didn't remember yeah, our. Show, I would. I would. I, I would have agreed with that, and we would have gone for the for the pie piece based on your answer. Um, in trivia pursuit. Anyway, uh, less than a minute. Uh, say what you got to say, Paul. Well, everyone be kind, behave, and yeah. um, I, I feel like this farmer missed a trick, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would have sold this cow as like um, the equivalent of Patricia Arquette, who was like the, yeah. the psychic that helped the police. Yeah. And I, I would I, I would have tried to get some tax dollars from yeah. the uh, local police kind department, of, you know. The Encyclopedia Brown Guernsey. Is what you're telling me is the, wow the name of that. Uh, you, you used the word uh, Encyclopedia Brown and combined yeah. it with the Brown currency. Yeah, that's it, everybody. We ran out of time. Paul was going to say something else funny, but we ran out of time. So, Paul, say hello to your mother. Good talking to you, buddy. Bye, bye, everybody. Behave and be kind. And avoid of Brooklyn, New York. Well, I guess we can close the file on that one.